Welcome back to Heels, Pops, and Chair Shots Wrestling's Entertainment Champions. Finish him or nah? The cleaner versus the big dog. And the doctor is in. And she is in the big title picture. All this and more in the heat in the room where it happens. But first, let's see who's making their way to the ring. Who is mischief? You heard? Let's get it. On fire tonight. J.E. Savage, ready to lift it and rip it, baby. Damn, that sounds aggressive. <laughs> oh, father. Old school Joe. Woo! Gentlemen, gentlemen, champions. We got ourselves a special, special guest with us tonight. Who's that I see? He is from the Joe Angle Podcast. Talk to him a minute. What's going on, guys? Appreciate you guys having me on. How you doing, brother, man? Thank you for being part of the show tonight, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm hyped. I like the energy here. I got a cup of coffee, and I'm ready to talk some wrestling. <laughs> oh, my man. I hope it's Irish. So let's go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do the damn thing, man. JP, why don't you tell the good folks what they can do while we take sips of the early... Absolutely. Just right in time, folks. Make sure to subscribe and like HPC2Sweet on Twitter, HPC2Sweet underscore on IG. You already know. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning is right, right? I feel like it's a good morning right now. It won't be tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Champs, we got a lot to discuss tonight, a lot on the agenda. We got some releases, man. Uh, Running the Ropes is going to... Hit us hard for some early cardio, if you know what I mean. Andrade has been officially released from WWE. The report has been released, and he's gone. Talk to us a minute. Joe, how are we feeling about that, man? Crazy, man. This is, this is I think, a long time coming. Uh, but I think the crazier thing about it is that there's, there's no 90-day co- like no complete, uh, compete clause. So he's able to go anywhere right now. Interesting. Tomorrow. Interesting. What the hell think you what do you think happened there? I don't know, man. I think this is, he, this is something that I think he's wanted for a long time. And uh I think with his lee I, I don't like to say it's his leeway being Charlotte Flair, but I think that because he is attached to her somewhat, there is a lot of leeway there and uh you know, that was able to get him out of the contract. I know there's rumors going around that she involved herself in that. I'm not. I don't think that's the case. Um, I think it was a mutual, mutually respected decision. To be honest, with I, you. I did see that she had involved herself. I don't. I don't quite believe it. It's like on some Reddit yeah, some bullshit. Right? Some nerd in the basement. Right, like, right. Oh, I believe she put her. You know. I don't think that's what happened. But I mean, hey, who gives a fuck? I'm just happy that he's out sure. and he's free. Right, he's free to do as he will. I just think it's absolutely incredibly stupid to not have a (laughs) non-complete clause on that man. And I'm surprised that it hasn't been executed yet. How has he not been anywhere? Because we've had plenty of shows right this week since his release. I at least if I had a few. Well, remember COVID, baby, COVID. Things can happen that it's all. It's all in Florida, bro. It's all in Florida. It's in the water. It's yeah, the water. but you understand, there was in Daytona with the motorcycle convention. The governor was there, and shit got fucked up. You know what no, I mean? it didn't. It didn't stop Braun. Braun was out there too. Listen, man. Well, listen. Well, when Braun goes up to uh, to Baltimore and he joins ROH, 
it'll all be a little, a little more clearer to everyone. Oh, is it really? Is that? I like that. The, like is that, that the best? Is that I'm the right. best we can do? ROA for him. For him, he could make, yeah. make that friend. He could. Make, I'm sorry. Listen, much respect to ROH. Love the product. Have loved it. We've been to live shows. But in the last couple of years, it's going to take more than Andrade. So yeah. all the way. I'm sorry. Like, it's just fact. He won't be Andrade, though. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> either way, either way, this is positive. We sit here and complain about how many talent, how much talent is sitting in catering, eating fucking butter biscuits, right? <laughs> Where has Black uh, the whole class been at, right? right? <laughs> so, motherfuckers <laughs> have butter biscuits. And the Scarlett, she has as much involvement as she does reading his closet, right? So, I think this was because of the relationships. This was a here you go because usually you don't see this. Exactly, you know that's positive. I think so. I think so. That's positive. And, and, and no else was positive. Sure to understand that doesn't mean he's gonna fuck him over either. That's right. You know who else Who's positive? positive? Oh, Flair. So the whole reason that <laughs> Andrade can't just appear everywhere is because he's been housing up with a COVID uh, patient, right? Charlotte Flair is a couple of days away from being cleared, which also means Andrade is a couple of days from being cleared. Hey! Right? But uh, well, there was I hope she feels better. Uh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you catch uh, her... Um, Broken Skull Mountain that show the that Stone Cold has. <laughs> the Broken I, I, saw, I saw the one when they did the submarine thing. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh. Isn't it like the Steve Austin show or something? Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> legit the Steve Austin it's show. The, but... It's the nothing what JP said show. All I have was salmon. You over here? You swimming? You swimming? All right. Yo, um. Oh. Charlotte gets better, right? It seems like it's not that serious, right? It doesn't seem like she's been sick or whatever, so hopefully uh, we'll see you soon. Now, for all those that think this shit is a, is a false, uh, let me tell you something. I got my second dose this weekend, and God damn it. That was just the fact. <laughs> and I was seeing stars. I was playing uh, the above. So if you think this is fake, you better ask somebody. Um, Charlotte, I hope you do feel good. I thought this and, was uh, a true. I thought this was a true. It's predetermined, <laughs> not fake, JP. Yeah, come on, man. Don't say that F word. Joe. I'm going to ask you, Joe. Where were you when Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker made history last week, man? Oof. That main event, man. First off, kudos to both women, man. I did not expect that to be what was going to happen. Please. I thought it was going to be, you know, a one-on-one -on -one match. And then I see thumbtacks and blood and ladders and shit going on. And I'm just... Mm. Honestly, I was sweating watching it on my couch. Because I, I just didn't expect that to be the case. Peaches. Mm. Yo. So, yeah, I... That's it. That match took a hard left in the best kind of way. Yep. In the best kind of way. Because there's no way... Listen, so AEW has gotten, like, a lot of shit. For its women division, right? But in the last couple of weeks, and I guess we'll dive more into it as time goes on. But in the last couple of weeks specifically, their women's division has done a complete 180. I mean, even if we look at this week's, like Conti and Nyla Rose had a match. Word. And now let's take let's take a couple of steps back. Conti getting <laughs> shout out to negative one, right? Conti <laughs> getting to AEW. Conti in WWE. 
Like, I was like, eh, like she's not. Oh no, I, I, I was happy. She's oh, she moved the, the meter. Oh, no, she moved. I mean, like, <laughs> you see, you see, that's okay. No nice <laughs> things, bro. Holy <laughs> oh, thought he was watching some nice things, and he, he and he was one to. You guys saw the promo, right? The the promo this week. He responds and he goes, "Not gonna lie, that comment kind of stung." Yo, bars though, bars from Britt Baker, man. She killed that promo, and I think Mick Foley's response here only only puts that much more in. He didn't. He's not really tight or anything. I think he's just like, yeah. Listen, man, life is a cause and effect, right? And yeah. she's coming off the match of her career. And she's had the promo of her career. Mm. It's simple mathematics. You don't got to be do Steiner math. It's all good. The I was just saying that Steiner did that shit before, and it didn't kind of work out. <clears throat> yeah. How did they keep the ball rolling is the real question. Like, does this project her to a title match? Or, like, what do you what do, you do with her? Uh, in this situation, without her losing momentum, like, you, what do you do? Bray has to come out. Bray has to uh, whatever this culminates to Bray and double nothing. If that's what we're looking at, she has to come out with the title because I yeah. feel Thunder Rosa could survive this. Yeah. Thunder Rosa has the experience, the, the the talent to survive this. Thunder Rosa makes everybody better that she's in the ring with, right? So if Britt doesn't go over on this, it's her loss. So we don't know if she's yeah. full-time AEW, if she's going back and forth. So Rip Baker is the better choice here as your face of the division. I like that. The I like that. Face of the division. We got to dive deeper into that. But uh, oh. I, uh, she definitely, I'm not sure she's all elite. I can definitely tell you she is shooting the ish alum, though. And you guys... <laughs> You can definitely check her out on the archives. Shooting the ish with Thunder Rosa. She checks out, checks in with the bad guys. And, yo, she goes in deep, man. She had that recent UFC or MMA fight right? Um, around that time. We covered that with her. Um, but Thunder Rosa is destined for big things, man. We're just here on the ride, just like with the rest of y'all. We're going to, bro. Don't go back. Thunder Rosa being on big things is, is an understatement. You're talking about the, the leader of Mission Pro Wrestling. You're talking about she came back to NWA Power this week. Brought to you on Fight TV, 499. Yes, thanks. Uh, and, and she also brought talent over to NWA. So, yo, she's all over the place. AW would be stupid. Stupid. Not to incorporate her and everything they have moving forward. They, they haven't dropped the graphic on the Thunder Rosa signing, so I know it ain't real. But you know what is real? Mm. These roads we on. Ooh. You got to get on these roads to the top. Because uh, somebody went on Wish and ordered Mr. and Mrs. Right? Or Mr. And, what is it? Ms. and Mrs. And they got Mrs. Baby. roads to the top. Maybe this is that extra hour on TNT that we're talking about. <laughs> I got it. Uh, these nuts. Oh, did you guys uh, not see this coming though? Yeah, oh, I, had to, I, had I to mean, you have Miz and You have Total Bellas. There's a baby on the way. This shit Why writes not? itself, right? It writes itself. Let me go some back. more. Come Let me on. ask you: sports focused programming, right, fellas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a sports-like presentation, Luchasaurus. But um, 
I, I mean, I'm interested in this. I find them ridiculously interesting. Like, I think Cody Rhodes is mad interesting. Fact. Despite what people may say about him. But I, I find him dude. person. He's a smart like, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. His tattoo smart. says it all. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the biggest misstep in his career, right? Like, so, I, You know what's crazy? It's hideous, sure, but I think it looks badass. I think it looks badass. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it screams, I'm here, take it or leave it. I'm with that. I'm yeah, with that. Anywhere else would have been better. You know, like, yeah, oh, too. That too. I, 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 and not, not for nothing. Let's just say, Cody Rhodes could get away with that shit. Could I get away with that? No. <laughs> Yo. Immediately, I mean, like, immediately I'll, be, I'll be labeled the miscreant, right? You, <laughs> you, you just said, like, like, is Cody Rhodes getting away with that? Like, I don't think he's getting away with it. Everybody's like, that shit is hideous. <laughs> yeah, he has a primetime show. What are you talking about? The biggest show or whatever. He's one of the homies. I mean, they didn't also... get it to him because of the tattoo. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I might be in spite of it. Maybe for him that he, they don't change his logo. Yo, for real. No I, updates I, over I, the I, years. I hope he didn't get influenced by anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did his dad have like a polka dot tattoo? Is that what happened? And like now they Definitely all got to get it? No, no changes. He, no changes should be done to that at all. But yeah. speaking mm. of changes... Uh, let's talk about somebody that will be having some changes. Impact Wrestling champs, they're moving again. Smooth. Remember, remember when they owned the night? They changed the night. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, stop it. My ears hurt. Yo, I can't believe they said it. They, they out. They're like, oh, now we own a new night. We own Thursdays. <laughs> they don't want the smoke. Hey, nobody <laughs> live here, right? Nobody about here? that video was uh, Eric uh, Young singing. Uh, 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 there's many things Eric Young could do, and singing is not one of them. Yeah, that wasn't uh, not at all. So but Thursday nights, how do you feel about that? Like now we got impact on their own night, no elevation, no fucking like. Well, what else is on Thursday? Well, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. They used to be on on Thursdays before, no? Yeah, on SmackDown. No. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Impact or TNA at that point? I think when it was TNA. Was that the five sided, no, the octagon, whatever? Shit? I think it was just yeah. like a year and a half. Yeah, we're going to be on the tree. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the, on. the one that went like this and this. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Vic, that I said the five sided octagon. Yeah. <laughs> he was legit. Whoa, that's the one. It's not the square. It's not the square. It's like. It's like two squares fucking. <laughs> Yo, it's our business. They can't compete with the WWE Network, with Peacock, with NXT. And they should have tried to. Yo, Impact has been doing the damn thing on their own. They have been, we said it time and time again on our product, they have been consistent throughout this entire pandemic, giving us entertainment. Like, I have no spite with, with Impact. And even the inclusion of AEW, I love it all. So, this move just screams to me, they're smart. They know their lane. They know where they're at, and they know what's best for business. Well, I don't they know, know what lane they ride. I don't know if that AEW inclusion was smart for business for them because yeah. they've just been trashed the whole time. Yeah, Supposedly, they just hit an all-time, uh, or not all-time, but a, a new low for the year. <laughs> and they with, Kenny uh, on it. with Kenny on it. Yeah. What? Oh, shit. So, how you feel, <laughs> so how you feel about Impact? Yeah, just as a product. 
Let me tell you, I got, a, I got a special place in my heart for Impact just because I've worked with a lot of people of, in management there. And I love their pro- I, I honestly, honest God, I love their product. I think they have some of the best superstars in all of pro wrestling. They use everybody properly. I mean, everybody is used. Yeah. You know, every, every show there's different. There's like, they're, they're switching their superstars up. Everyone is used. The stories make sense. Their problem is the marketing. Where do you see commercials? Where do you see posters for Impact? They could be a key player here. They can be competing with these other, with AEW Elevation or Dark or even, you know, NXT and AEW because they have the talent. The problem is, is their marketing. No one knows about Impact unless you're an Impact fan. That, right. That's you got to be a, a hard That's fair. That's fair. You know, and, 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 and should we dare say that being on Access TV hurts? Oh, yeah. I, well, I, I'm sure Access TV is not available everywhere. It's not. Right? So no, it's not. I would love to ask the guys here on the on the chat here, Danny, and, and shout out to JJ and them checking us out. Do y'all watch Impact like that, or do y'all watch uh, more of the main product WWE or AEW? What do y'all watch the most? Let's see if we can yeah. get an answer from them. That's interesting to to really find out because I mean numbers don't lie, right? Ask Scott Stein about that shit. The fact of the matter is that people are not watching Impact, and they are like cons- really consistent. The best women's division in wrestling has a home in Impact. I yeah, <laughs> it's too hard for people to find Impact. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have a Twitch channel and you don't have Access TV. How do you watch? You need that access. Exactly. Well, says she watches it on Twitch. I watch it on Twitch. There you go. You know, if you don't have Twitch or you don't know about Twitch, it's not easy. It's not accessible. You're going to skip right over it. You're just going to watch the highlights on YouTube. The fact of the matter is you, you make a really good point about marketing, right? My bad, JP. No, you go, uh, yeah, I know. Nobody wanted to hear your stupid ass. So, look, the fact of the matter is it's like marketing, right? If, you don't, if people don't know you exist, how are they going to watch you, right? Impact's got, like, this image issue where, like, people just don't know. Right, right now they just fuse the TNA title, like the TNA title, still floating around for a reason. There's, there's yes. a place in people's hearts for mm-hmm. TNA, and that place is not exactly one that shares with impact. Like that's why TNA had to come back in that kind of way. Right, we just had that pay per view with Ethan Page not too long ago. Right, total yes. nonstop action. So, impact's got like this perception issue where like people just don't watch. It. It's the, it doesn't make itself available in that sense. And in that very same way, I'd be remiss not to mention the fact that we had an interview worth mentioning. And if the people don't know, it's about time they find out. Check out our interview with Bow Wow. Yes, Ooh. that Bow Wow. That guy. Oh, yeah. All right. Check it out. Yo, he really goes into his wrestling fandom. And, yo, people got to know. Because a lot of people talk a lot of shit, and I think it's about time that like people get their certain due. And the same thing with Impact. Impact's been putting on this consistent ass product. People just haven't heard yet. People so, got a list. So, so that's why right now, as you're mentioning that, that's why more than ever right now, this match with Rich Swan and Kenny Omega, the cleaner, is that much more important for Impact because that is the match that's going to bring eyes to the product. That's the match that's going to be the stepping stone for them. Now, the question is, how do they elevate from that opportunity, that exposure? That's what they need to cap- capitalize on. I think it's going to depend on how, how Kenny carries it after he wins and he, how they market after that. All post, post uh, uh, what's it, Revolution? Is it called Revolution? I forgot the name. 
And, and, and should you need some background into some of the talent that you have an impact, you can check out our Shooting the Ish archives. We got <laughs> Ace Austin, James Storm, Cody <laughs> Diener, I mean, whoever you want to get. We got, let us know. We'll reach out. Roster. Yeah, we've been a little busy. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Nobody, nobody sucks our dick like we do. <laughs> hey, I can do it myself. Best I ever had. No, no, no. no. We've got, it's about time. I, I think we need to finish that and then move on to speaking other Speaking of bumps, right, I think it's about yeah. time we get there, Vic. Right, right, right. So the, the first bump of the night, gentlemen, mm. champions, might I say, uh, we're going to talk about finishes, and we're going to talk about the actual finish, man. The, the protected finisher itself, with so many false finishes today, is the finisher a thing of the past? Should it be? Enlighten me, guys. What do we feel? Well, what's interesting is how they're playing Kenny Omega's one-wing danger. Don Callis makes it a point. To say nobody's kicked out of that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the announcers make it a point to talk about only one person has ever right gotten like out that. of one winning danger. So yeah, I've noticed. Right? So like I- I've noticed that in the recent weeks, like they've made a point of that. So I-, I find this topic particularly interesting because elsewhere that is non-existent, right? We've really? um, wait, I got, I got one. Go ahead. There's a guy on SmackDown who thinks he's a king, and uh, he's got a move called End of Days that oh. no one's really kicked out of that. Yeah, because nobody, watch- nobody watches Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> if the tree falls and nobody's there, it's still fell, JP. <laughs> this guy, this bald guy that thinks he's a king. <laughs> so, do you not like him? No. Joe, do you not like uh, Barry Corbin? You're not a big fan? Let me tell you, I actually, you know, I I used to be. That's right. A, Fuck your audio. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a fan of him in NXT. Okay. And then when he got brought up, it just was it was disaster. And I think that if he was to go back to that lone wolf character, mm-hmm. get rid of this king this king BS that he's doing because it's already two years since he won the King of the Ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it could be. I think he could be like a like a strong big man on SmackDown, and they could really use him. Like they're doing, I, I think they're trying to do with Braun Strowman, but you can't really compare the two. But WWE lacking big men right now. Especially with putting one into the Hall of Fame this year, or two of them actually, into the Hall of Fame this year. Jesus. They need to step up their game with their big men. And they have big men, right? They have them. Coda, Coda, we saw Coda for a little bit, and he disappeared. You know, AJ Styles is walking around with the biggest man we ever seen coming from Nigeria. You know what I mean? I think I think uh, almost gonna be the next big one. Yeah, you think, yo? I don't know, man. I'm so, he, I'm he's terrified. Kind of I'm terrified too. Yeah, I feel like he moves around kind of slow and big. That like, was just a he reminds me, I, yo. I, look, I, we haven't seen shit. Let's be real. Like we yeah. haven't seen shit. Right, so it might be it. I move like the great Kali. We don't know yet. That's that, yo. I'm so glad you said because you mean the Hall of Fame, great Kali. (laughs) You talking about the movie star on Lungs Yard? (laughs) Yes, right. I just saw that. That guy moves better than than what almost looks like he moves like. Like he's really slow to get in and out of the ring. I just, I'm, I'm terrified that it's just going to be slow motion for him. Like, you know when Ant-Man turned into a giant and he just... Yeah. 
That's but, what it looks like to me. But Mister, remember he he could he could use that. He could stay in his lane because he's seven six. He could no sell like a, nobody in the business. He could move as slow as he wants because once he gets his hands on you, it's over. Think about the Undertaker when he first came out. Undertaker wasn't hopping around hippity hoppity. Uh, the, the most yes, he was. thing he would first, do was he was, Michael Myers. he was Michael Myers. First of all, he kind of did. All right, and second of all, you made the greatest point on against yourself when the Undertaker came out the last time they booked good big men. All right, we're talking about twenty twenty one booking of big men. Braun Strowman just got slimed. You want to talk to me about booking of big men? That's what you want to talk about? The stupid train that's coming? That's the angle you want to talk to me about? But well, we were talking about finishes, right? What, what do you think Omis is going to be? What do you think Omis' finish is going to be? Getting in the ring and getting winded. It looks oh, like you're like getting in the ring and getting out. <laughs> I, I would imagine they go and choke slam with him, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he, like, he holds somebody like he doodles somebody like choke slam and, and he holds the guy just so AJ can do the phenomenal form. <laughs> just stand there. From what he looks like, do you think that he can hold somebody up in in choke slam position long Absol- enough? Absolutely. Yeah, I think the man is massive. Uh, like, 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 like listen, Xavier Woods. Watch. He is athletic, bro. Like. Like, we really downplay because we haven't seen him do it. Like he is right, that's that's the fact. He's playing a role specifically, he's a stoic character. For a and you know what's great about it? He's going to be facing two great sellers at WrestleMania Xavier Woods and Kofi. So they're going to make him look like a million bucks with anything he does. Yeah, I hear that, man. Yeah, yeah, that's just respect for JJ. I'm not Puerto Rican. I'm Dominican. Come on now. That's right. Nah, JJ not feeling, not feeling Rich Swan's hair. I was laughing at that. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that's right. See, yo, what's up, yo? <laughs> like, <laughs> some finished. They should have finished. They should have finished his hair. No, yeah. but what they need to talk about is these finishers because, all right, Baron Corbin's a good one, and the days that one's kind of protected, kind of sorta. Of. But like, look at the biggest finishers right now. Which one is? What is? Hmm. RKO is probably one of the bigger finishers right now. RKO is <laughs> so people still get up from it. Nah, people bounce uh, up all the time, Vic. People can get. There's been times, uh, at, right? but at the same time, I see what you mean. I, I didn't understand that, it, part. Um, and it's over, right? But you're you're saying that they wait, they kick out, or they just don't even. I mean, like, Bray Wyatt did it, right? The Fiend just did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but the Fiend's the Fiend, like. You know what? You know, finisher is kind of ruined for me. It's the super kick. Oh, oh my god! god. It, it used to be a phenomenal finish. Now it's just that some signature. Why would the call it anymore? I think what happened was that, like, while Shawn Michaels was in his crazy boy, sexy boy phase, and he went to the yeah. bar and he was like, you know, when you buy everybody a shot, he's like, everybody take my finish, and right. now everybody does that shit, and like. Dolph Ziggler does it eight times in a match. The Usos do it nine times. Like, the Young Bucks do it a thousand. The Indies are just super kicks. Like, mm-hmm. if you've never seen indie wrestling before, it's just What's super worse? kicks. What's worse, the super kick or the spear? I think the super kick. But super the kick? Yeah. But the spear's pretty bad, though. And now what they're doing with the stunner. They're doing with the stunner. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to get there. It's going to get there. Yeah. It's going to get there. Yeah. The, the, the cutter. Stunner this week? The cutter, the stunner, whatever you call it. Yeah. Did yeah. Kanti get a stunner this week on uh, Nala Rose? She had a lot of knee oh, strikes. Yes, I saw something like that. Yeah, that match. 
It was a it was like a combination of like a stunner and like a cutter or something. I don't know what. It was off the springboard, right? Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Conti be a little sloppy sometimes, but he, he did what John Cena was trying to do, but nobody saw him. You know, <laughs> nobody saw him do it. <laughs> In case you can see, Falco.com. Make sure to get your bobbleheads. They're doing the the anniversary WrestleMania. Daniel Bryan. Please don't be in the main event of WrestleMania. Uh, bobblehead and your parents. PC ten ten percent off. We got you. All those people that forgot, you know, Three Kings Day anniversary, Christmas, whatever. Your baby uh-huh. sister birthday. We got you. Three Kings. Yo, that was in January. Yo, Foco, <laughs> that going on? Foco me, Foco you. That's right. We got the special WrestleMania moments each and every Wednesday coming out. So check those out, man. I think if it comes to a finisher. What's ultimately going to sell the finisher is the story you're telling in the ring, right? Because every time you could do a finish multiple times, and depending on how the person is selling, depending on how live the crowd is, depending on the person selling, how exhausted there is, it's going to be, right? So that is part of it. Unfortunately, people are bouncing up too quickly for moves that are being sold. That's the problem. People are no selling like a motherfucker. So that's what hurts all of you know. You know who's like a chronic no seller? Cody fucking Rhodes is a chronic no seller. Dude, he takes power bombs and then just fucking pops up. Like, this, I have this not week, noticed. Um, he was facing Penta, and I forgot oh, but that's what a he's terrible doing. match. You gotta expect that in that match. That's a dude. It was that's wild. a Hammerstein. That's a Hammerstein classic right there. <laughs> just bang, bang, bang. Yeah, in the rhythmic. Pop up, pop. Did you, did you guys notice though the ref was in the ear a lot? I feel like maybe they were rushing them. Yeah, really? they were like, "Yo, yeah. get your shit in and get out." Maybe yeah, they had, like, yeah, but like, were they saying get your shit in at that point? Like, probably get, get your shit in and go. <laughs> You're gonna tell Cody Rose to get his shit in? <laughs> the opening match yeah, wasn't. Nah, that wasn't I never thought of that. He wasn't main eventing. Right? Right? Exactly. He was in the beginning of the show. Everything yeah, moves for Cody. It's okay. Yeah, it was Omega and uh, Matt Seidel, who had a dope oh, match. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah, a, they, they opened the show. Match, yeah. All right, so they were like the second match of the night. Evan right? Bourne's finish is dope. That fucking shooting star. He's always done the, the best shooting star, I think. It was so when he can hit it. Yeah. It's no, I'm sorry. It's between Evan Board and Billy Kidman with the best shooting star. Yeah, yeah, you gotta go with Kidman too. Wow. I always loved how effortless Billy Kidman made it look. Like, he always made it look like he was just gonna walk off the turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. I, for me, I always loved his ability to hit it from, from other areas besides the turnbuckle. Like, when he would do it off the apron. Yes! Uh, table on the, the top the, middle of the rope. Nice. Everywhere. This guy, could, he yeah. was able to do it everywhere. Billy Kidman, man. He shines WCW for sure. I don't know. I, I I believe in the false finishes as being a problem, but um I don't think I don't think getting rid of the finishes is is the the, the way you gotta remember, don't let don't forget, AEW had a banger with Kenny Omega and um John Moxley recently that just was exploding of entertainment. Um It was sparkling. It, it echoed something old school that we, we, we mentioned to each other. Fizzled out, but yeah. Uh, the finish. You know, everybody remembers 
everybody remembers the finish. It's so important. Nobody gives a shit what happened. Nobody's going to remember what happened in between in the middle unless it's Stone Cold and, and, and The Rock mm. at WrestleMania 17. And then there's that. But, you know. But, but, no. You know what it is? Finish. It's, it's like finish. you can build a whole story around, hey, this guy, if he hits this finish, it's over. And then it's just the two guys going back and forth trying to hit their finish, and no one hits it. Or if he messes up on the finish, right? Like you, you know, well, that's because he didn't get it all in. And and now you take that away, right? Like now everything's a signature move. There's no such thing as a finish. Yeah, it's like when when Penta uh, or Kenta came in. Kenta right at the end of AEW. Hits a, a GTS on on Moxley and he sold it horribly. Damn! Didn't even didn't even hit him. Just bounced just... up. Yeah, they've yeah. they been having trouble with that, man. They've been having a lot of like bots. Um, was it worse than Kingston in the explosion or or, or Vincent Astonish? <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing worse than that. You, you know what I blame? You know, first and foremost, you can never get rid of finishes because remember, when it comes to professional wrestling, they are telling a story, and every story needs an ending, right? I think the problem is is that everybody's trying to get their shit in, and they forgot about the integrity of a card, of a match card, right? Yeah. Because you're supposed to be seeing those uh, false finishes in like main events. In pay-per-views, it matches to have something on the line, right? And now you're seeing that in every dark match. And you know what I mean? I think that's the problem. And why is because everybody's trying to get noticed. to get shit in. Because yeah. your 15 minutes of fame can end up like this. Yeah. yeah. Damn, like I can't even imagine the standards that these guys have to get to in that pool of talent. Because you think about it. You're, 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 you're training... And you're trying to work for a spot where the boss are the fucking legends that are the spot monkeys of yesterday. And they, they've seen all the flips and they've done all the fucking crazy matches. All the flips and shit. How the fuck do you press them motherfuckers? Like, how do you press the young folks right now? You beat Darby Allen. <laughs> who's just constantly on a quest to try and die. Like, his... I'm like he must have like a billion dollar life insurance plan, and he's just like I'm ready to give it to somebody. You saw that reverse coffin drop this this Thursday. Yes. Way he put game coordinates. Yeah, you want to know what has to finish? Kyle Clark made a point. What do you think of the Shane McMahon Braun Strowman rivalry? That has to finish. Who asked for this shit? Who was here raising their hand, petitioning to see Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman? If you don't got something good, don't don't give a shit. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. If you don't she got a good match, the next taker, don't put it okay? He, he's Yo, the guy uh, that shows up at WrestleMania to greedy, have a crazy bump. Greedy. So here's the greedy. Moment. Greedy. All right, I'm going to spin it to you like this because this is also true. It's also crap, right? Here's, here's something that we need to acknowledge here is that two realities can exist simultaneously. Right? It can be crap, and it's also a draw. Because let's be real for a uh, second. Like a giant chasing Shane McMahon off of, you know, Mr. Shane McMahon, Mr. Stunt on Death, right? Mr. Jump off the Hell in the Cell, the Titan Tron, your mother's kitchen. Like, he jumps off of everything, right? Mr. Fucking, I'm going to risk life and limb. At least I'm going to make it look that way in order to sell a match. Braun Strowman, who's had his fair share of carnival moments, right? Feats of strength, 
flipping bullshit over and knocking porta potties off the stage and like he's done his fair share shit. So is this match not as sensational in quotes, right? As as a WrestleMania match should be? Can it not no. be stunterific? Can it not be yo, dude, people will turn tune in for that. And you know what? That's, will, that's a match will. that people will talk about if yep. they jump from something high enough. You know, but I've I've seen this. I've seen this when he fought Steve Blackman in SummerSlam. Then I've seen him fight the Big Show. Then I've seen him fight the Miz last year. Then I've seen exactly. him fight. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, you've seen him, and you've seen them all. You <laughs> sheep, and you're gonna see it all, all over bitch. again. I'm a listen, dirty whore. Listen, all the slime and everything. There's one thing you're forgetting, Braun. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You're good. The storyline that we're getting to this point has been idiotic. That's the part of the match that doesn't sell. You had him say, you're not in the game because you're stupid. Like, really? Really? That's that's the best. We have the, all the writers across America and the world, right? You have this man ripping up scripts left and right, and that's the best we can do? That's my problem with it. If you want to sell me that match, sell me that match. And they haven't sold me shit. They're making me forcing me to watch it, right? And on two nights, and on two nights, right? And, and the one thing that the match isn't on two nights, you dumb bitch. It's gonna be on one night. It's just watch, bro. Brown's gonna throw him into the river, and then the next night he's gonna come out the water. Like I'm telling you, bro, this shit is terrible. And you know what? You know what this match is missing? You know what this match is missing? It's missing this man coming out and shitting on Shane. And secondly, I wonder what did Shane do to Vince to put him up against Braun? Nah, what underlying nah. shit ribbed the fucking Shane? Did he sneeze on him? Did Shane sneeze on Vince? And he's like, you have Braun! Like, is that what happened? JJ wants Braun and Charlotte for WrestleMania. And I, I said that. <laughs> Braun um, and Charlotte! Yeah, so I want to I make it a point. I want to make it a point, uh, bringing it back to what you guys mentioned before, uh, Kenny Omega's uh, finish is protected. You mentioned that, the one-winged angel. But we didn't really get confirmation on Roman Reigns' fear and how we felt about that. It is a common, commonly used finish. Edge has it as well. Spear versus Spear at WrestleMania. But moving forward, uh, I think that that plays a little interesting uh, tr- branch in this tree of tribal chief versus cleaner. When we talk about Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns, what, where do where do uh, where do we side on that right now? So Kenny Omega's got to win that Impact title, right? <laughs> and that will certainly help tip the scales in his favor. Yeah, we were a week early. We were a week early. We were a week early on that point. Right? <laughs> but in terms of finisher, I would I would raise you that it's not the spear so much as it is that. Superman punch. Yeah. That Superman punch is his finish. Ah, I didn't think of that. Okay, right, right, right. right that's what the submission he's doing. He's got that new submission move too. Oh, what's he calling it? I think it's called like a guillotine or so. I don't know what he calls it. Yeah, yeah, he's been using that shit. But remember, the one thing about Roman Reigns is that he sets up routinely these finishers, right? So, and it only happens when he's about to end the match, and people rarely kick out of it. There have been moments in pay-per-views, but for the most part, he rarely kicked out of it. That's why I can take that as a finisher. When you're talking about super kicking, when you have to hit seven, and that's still not your finisher, that's a problem. Yeah. 
but that's that's yeah. all that's far too common. But to to this point, it. to this point previously, right? The tribal chief and the cleaner they both have like really protected finishers, right? They've both been protected, I think, in the last couple of months. And I mean, you could argue Roman Reigns' entire career, right? right. Where they've been protected as performers. Yeah. Roman Reigns has always been built up to be like the man in the WWE, right? AEW was just made for Kenny, it would seem, right? Because ever since day one, it always felt like that was going to be his, like, that's going to be his company. But I would argue it wasn't until Don Callis that Kenny has been noticed. Because yes. we've talked down here many Facts. times that it's been lackluster. That's true. That's true. Okay. You're, you're but right. Once he got but that it... mouthpiece, once he got that Paul Heyman on his side and Don Callis, that's when the t- table has turned. And the same for Roman Reigns. Yep. Let's not forget. So yes. that is commonality between these two battling for the number one spot. Ooh. They have the right manager at the right time in the right moment. Joe, where are you leaning on this? Because um, we're making some, we're seeing some good points here. JP made that great balancing point. Come on now. Let me tell you, I've been waiting. I've been like salivating for this topic because it's something that actually I've really wanted to talk about. You have the two, quite quite honestly, two of the best or two of the top wrestlers today. You got Roman and Kenny, right? Now, both finishers are. They're great. Everybody goes crazy when, you know, Kenny hits his finisher. Everybody goes crazy when Roman hits his finisher. But you have to think about all the other details outside of it, despite the move itself. Which move, honestly, which move do you think you would kick out of if you were to be, have both moves uh, put on you? You're going to kick out of the spear before you're going to kick out of the one-wing angel, right? I agree. At least I think. I agree wholeheartedly. I agree with that. So, but who's selling the move better? Kenny's got a move that uh, no one uh, seems to be kicking out of. Roman's hitting a spear that other people hit, but we're comparing both moves right now. So, who's selling it better? Yo, Kenny, yo. What do you have to mention, though? Roman Reigns sets up the spear with the Superman punch. Roman Reigns flips. He has a spin to it sometimes. Who no, that's Bobby Lashley. That's nah, Bobby Lashley. Lashley. Lashley's got Lashley. that little flip. Roman has done that, though. Roman has flipped I, it. And then I, Bobby I, said, I'm the WWE champion. <laughs> I will say, though, here's the thing, too. You have Roman on once a week on SmackDown, right? That's his opportunity, not over to get his character over, but that's to build so when he does hit his finisher, it's that wow factor like oh my god no one's kicking out kenny omega is on elevation now he has the opportunity to go on dark he's on impact he's on AEW. he's on four times opposed to roman being on one and to me being on four to one you're failing right now yeah he has the opportunity to to drown roman reigns if they wanted to because he's the cleaner it's kenny omega everybody knows kenny omega even if you're not a fan of AEW. Or New Japan. You know the name Kenny Omega, right? Yeah. He's on four times a week opposed to Roman on once, and we're comparing them right now. So who's really doing the better job? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, Oversaturation is a problem. Talk to Dolph Ziggler about that shit. <laughs> nah, he's, he's fresh. And he's cutting the same promo on Impact that he is, than he is on uh, AEW. He's literally yeah, 
Same thing. That's every time. But because, because like we said, nobody's watching. Like, people are not watching Impact. They're watching AEW, right? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, just, just run that back real quick. That shit you said yesterday. Just, <laughs> so Here's the difference, I think. Here's the difference. I think that Kenny um, needs Callis more for the mouthpiece more than Reigns needs in to speak nowadays. Reigns, Reigns has gotten better with his promo, and Kenny, oh. Kenny's still playing catch-up. Like, that's fair. He's fresh. He, I, I think it's also the personas that they're putting on, right? Like, uh, Kenny's supposedly this more nuanced villain, which I'm still not sure I buy 100%, but... Yeah. Roman, Roman keeps it, like, very neat and potatoes, which works. Which yeah, I think... Yeah. I think people people put a lot into well. Look at all the details. Screw all the details. I I want I want something simple. If I'm sitting yeah. down after long days work, Friday, I don't need Friday to sit night. there and count details. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I also see too like Roman Roman. Okay, Roman's with Heyman and Kenny's with Callus. The way that Kenny and Callus present themselves, they're side by side. They're 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 a package. One Roman makes it known that payment is behind him. Yep. You know? Yep. He's in charge. Now, another thing, too. Kenny Omega is not going to be as successful right now if it's not for Callus. If he's on his own, it's not going to work as well. But, have you seen Roman, have you seen Paul Heyman involved in the Edge store yet? Nope. True. Nope. Sure. You would have put Heyman with the Usos and their own thing and let Roman handle his own business, still going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting when you compare the way Roman and Heyman's relationship and the way they, they use each other compared to Heyman and Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Right? Very different. Roman speaks for himself. Like you said, he's behind them. Even after, if you notice, every segment, he's behind Roman. I think that, that makes a Big, big difference. Yeah. And well, I don't think if, if, if Don Callis did the same for Kenny, I don't think Kenny could execute. Nope. He, he needs Callis. He needs Callis to reiterate everything that he's saying. I agree with everybody's point here tonight. Little bitch. Pick a side. But I, um, but I will say that when they do face each other, Kenny's going to beat the shit out of um, Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> at... I don't think um, you need to cover any more after that. Moving on. <laughs> That's it. Boom. Hard. 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 Um, the doctor is here to save the day, though. After that terrible segue, she's here and she's gonna yeah. save the day. But is she in the title picture, guys? Is, is she in the? Is she? Is she a stepping stone for Thunder Rosa, or is she gonna be? She's gonna be here to do big, big things in AEW. We all know the letters A-W, but the most important letters in women's wrestling is D-M-D. Yo, bars. Damn. Hey, Britt Baker. Oh, Welcome. Yeah. Now, Baker's been around. And yo, let's be real. The big matches, the big women's matches in A-W have involved Baker, right? Like, don't forget that Baker-Swole match. Yes. Right? That, that, was, that was a big deal. All right. That, was, that shit was dope. All right. Baker is the future of this company. As far as AEW is concerned, and there's a lot of talk about her and Thunder Rosa. You know, will Thunder Rosa make way for her? Well, Thunder Rosa is 34 years old. All right, that's not insanely old. I mean, that's as old as uh, right Roman Reigns and shit. Right, like we're we're around the same age in terms of stars. But Britt Baker is 29 years old. If you're gonna invest 
in the future of a company. Look at where Britt Baker is right now. Now, that's no knock on a woman like Thunder Rosa, because Thunder Rosa is amazing. And let's be honest, as far as AEW is concerned, their women's division is concerned, Thunder Rosa came and lit a firecracker mm -hmm. since the moment she came in. As the right. women's chat. This From the moment she stepped yep. in the AEW women's locker room, we've been talking about them different. Legitimacy, baby. Yeah. So, there was a person that has most benefited from that is Britt Baker. Mm -hmm. Britt Baker can take all these L's now because it is the opposite of the Roman Reigns effect later. Okay. It took a long time for us to warm up to Roman Reigns. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that he was just dubs, 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 just winning, winning. He was just winning. John Cena all over again, just winning, just winning, just winning. There was no strife, right? There was no passion and pain. There was no broken glory. It was just glory. It was just glory. great. I won the Royal Rumble. Great. And it was like, oh, damn. Britt Baker taking all these big L's. Who won against her and Swole? I liked him. He was a good rapper. Exactly. <laughs> Who won against her and Thunder Rosa? Exactly. Right. The major storyline, she's taking L's, but looking good. Yep. Uh, but I will correct you. Roman Reigns didn't do that. That's the problem why we hated him. He was taking the W's. Uh, but that's exactly what I said, you dumb bitch. That's what I'm talking about. You say he's taking the W's and she's taking the L's. You were trying to. She's say taking the L's. She's taking the L's. I know. Anywho, I will say one thing. Right. That's what he said. I will say one thing. What Baker said that Thunder Rosa has been doing this for 20 years, and that is a fault. <laughs> They've been actually wrestling for the same amount of time. They, all, they both started wrestling in 2014, 2015. So, in the grand scheme of things, they're both at the same platforms at the same time. But I agree, Britt Baker benefits from this. Like, let's remember one thing. We were not talking about Britt Baker until these matches, this feud with Thunder Rosa. We cannot disrespect ah. the that Thunder Rosa has made Britt Baker legitimate. You said this match about Big Spoil? Who else watched that oh. shit? Let's talk about this. Listen, we I all did. We all did. Months ago. But what are you talking about? It was the one in the dentist's office. And this was dope as hell. First time it was brought up again in months. Oh, this guy, bro. I think we talked about moving forward for the rest of the year. Ten second time over here. You forgot about it already. <laughs> I think yeah. everybody's talking about, about Britt Baker, and they have been for a while. Just, it hasn't been the proper moment for her to shine. Where before she was taking the L's in lower card matches. Now she's taking the L's in the, in the upper card matches. Now she's got more momentum. I don't necessarily think you put her in the title picture right now. Let her, mm -hmm. let her keep evolving. Like, give her the momentum. Like, who, who in, the, in the women's division right now can you give to Britt Baker? All of them. I gave her all of them. And that, just to your point, you don't put the title on her. You let her keep working everybody else. Because look, uh, now Thunder Rosa's set. Because Thunder Rosa could do that on the other side, on, on the parallel. And they yeah. could run both simultaneously and keep bringing them both. And that long list of talent of women back there can start coming up slowly and surely. Yeah. Um, and that's not taking anything away from what both of y'all said, what Mischief and JP said. Because... Those points are extremely valid, and they're true. But for her to have the title on her, it's only gonna—it's overkill. I think. 
Yeah. You give you make more opportunity if you have Sheeta, like for example, right now Sheeta's the champion. Let her have her own feud with Ni- Nyla Rose or whoever she's feuding with. Now you have an other another opportunity where Britt Baker's feuding with people. Now you have two women's stories going on, both developing women's talent. That that gets the chains, you know, going. That gets the ball rolling. Now you have more talent to build instead of it being one one story where Britt's the champion and now there's only one women's story. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to, that, to, that joke, to that point, then that's why Thunder Rosa needs to have the strap. Because we're talking about Thunder Rosa bringing legitimacy. We need a champion that's going to bring legitimacy to that title. So that eventually when Britt Baker is ready, that slow burn storyline that we're starting off right now, if we're talking about next year, Britt Baker going over, I'm with it. Because now every every time, because I'm sorry, Hiroshida, what has she done with the title, yo? Nyla Rose, she just lost to Ty Conti. There's like, one big issue though Nyla with Thunder. Rose, She's not Nyla elite. Rose has the best. Nyla Rose has the worst booking in out of everybody in AEW. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand why, bro. Yeah, it's a little Conti this week. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, it was. Like, it was how do you make her lose? It's unrealistic. It, it's I don't know. Her, it's Unless you build Ty Conti as this like jujitsu master, which she is, by the way. Yeah. That's and the she's biggest thing with the women's division in AEW. They're not developing their characters outside of the ring. There's no, like, there's no, like, do you know anything about any of these women besides what they do in the ring? They gotta be on being the elite for all that, I think. There's no, there's no way to invest in them. If I know something about, uh, besides, besides Britt Baker, and honestly, that has to do a lot with outside mainstream stuff. She's dating Adam Cole. She does this. She's a, a dentist. Ooh. Out, of, out of her, who do you know anything about on the women's roster? So, so, so invest in. Do we blame the commentary then? Because technically, the commentary is supposed to build up the, the, the performers that we are seeing. They're supposed it's to build up, give us a background, that context that we're missing, right? Especially when it's a new product. So, uh, is, it, is it Tony Schiavone that's... Is this why Britt Baker's always pushing him? Is this why... It's, is this why... Schiavone <laughs> does a great job. They do a you, great job together. Yo, JP, you mentioned something really... Shout out to Paul White and commentary on Elevation this week. Yo, oh, JP mentioned something really interesting, right? Remember when we went to the Monster Factory and we were talking Ian. to um, Ian, right? Yep. Ian! Ian! Ian from our way to Ian Richaboni, right? Richaboni. I always fuck up his name. But... <laughs> he was talking about how people sweeten up the commentators so that they put you over on commentary. And I'm wondering, like, when you listen to commentary in AEW in general, like, th- let's not even focus on the women's division right now. Just in general, it's so bored. All right? There are big moments that have happened, aside from, like, Sparkler Fest. But there were big moments that have happened, like big matches, right? There's just been like a lack of storytelling to JP's point. And then there's no grandiose. Like even when Tony Schiavone says it's staying, he sounds like he's the, he sounds like Chad Boswick, right? Rest is rest in peace. Right. After the 3000th time that they made him do the fucking Wakanda forever shit that he was just like, yo, I'm, I'm so over this. Right. Like, they're so over it. Tony Schiavone so over it. Jim Ross is so Jim, over yo, it. Yo, JR. Holy shit. What a disappointment time, that's been. Yo, I feel like JR is just yeah. shitting on the product every time he, he speaks, bro. Like, he's like, oh. He, 
Yeah. Yeah. Remember that time he called uh, Kenny the WWE time. champion? Yeah. <laughs> But look, yep. I, I can I can forgive that. That's that's a that's can a you? I get it. Yeah, all right, whatever. I mean, when you do one thing for so long, you know it happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so many good things for WWE when he was on a commentary team. So many moments, for example, WrestleMania moments that I can remember very clearly. You hear Jr's voice in the background of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does, he's yeah. not doing that for AEW. No, no, but he also didn't do it for anybody for a very long time. Because when he was doing Chip at NJP Dub, he was not the same guy. I agree. And you know what? So, Towards was... the end of his WWE run, he wasn't easy. Like, we so, could lie to ourselves and say he was, yo, but he really was not. He no. wasn't giving you that, that blood that he would always give you. Just like you said, yo. More... He would... It was more chair shots than pops, for sure. So, 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 to be fair, though, to be fair, though, JR is not playing the same role on the commentary team that he did in WWE. Tony Schiavone is playing that role. Tony Schiavone is the Michael Cole. JR is the color commentator. The other guy. Excalibur? Excalibur is is supposed to be the color guy. I I feel like there's a lot of play-by-play, and I'm not too sure who's supposed to be colored, though. And that's... Problem. Yeah, like, it just feels like three play-by-play guys who basically do a little color. You have you have some legends in AEW, right? You have Jake the Snake Roberts. You have Sting come out. Why are we hearing about their body of work? Every time you see them on screen, you should be throwing out gems about the memories and the, the highlights and the marks in the industry that they have paved the way for. Lance Archer is a sick, sick that? man. The reason why they don't do that is they don't want them to seem like they're like outdated and old. But, yeah, yeah. That shit is dumb. Then why, why did you sign them? That's exactly. <laughs> they're not outdated, you know. Yeah, they all. And maybe Buick and try to change, you know, sell it for a fucking two thousand and fucking fifteen Mercedes. That doesn't make sense. It's a ninety-three Buick. Take it for what it is. I think we can just all agree, and we can just give them a chair shot, and all collectively, an overall chair shot. To the head, and the, 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 it says they're old school. We'll give it some to so that headshot. Are you are you trying to say that it's time for HPC of the week? Is that what you're trying to talk say about? It, say it a little bit. It's time for HPC of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Let's kick it off with the AEW commentating team and their fucking music guy too. They all get fucking chair shots. <laughs> Mikey Ruckus, hold on. I like Mikey Ruckus. He just doesn't like our Instagram. Which oh. now you can follow us on Instagram at HPC Too Sweet underscore. Cause fuck you, that's why. Because, yep. <laughs> but back to the AEW commentary. <laughs> because because that is a major chair shot, right? And I, Joe talked about those WrestleMania moments, but it was so much more than WrestleMania moments. It was those Monday Night Raws when he walked you through someone's you know body of work, like JP said, that built up to like you, yo, Steve Blackman. Right, like you knew so much about his MMA fucking fighting for career. No you know that Ken but for no reason, for no reason. They were sold to you as like these legitimate threats, right? Shane McMahon. Well, you know he's been around the company. He was sold to you as this you legitimate about his jiu-jitsu championships at eight years old. Like nobody needs to know that shit. But, but the fact of the to- matter is. It added to it, right, JP? It added to it. It made you feel... Yo, it, it's not the WrestleMania moments. Uh, those are important. Those are big, bro, obviously. Bro, yeah. and, and not even just the great moments. Think about Owen Hart's situation. Yeah. It's the one that told us Owen Hart. It was JR. JR was the voice 
of the business at that moment. He was the narrator of the story that the WWF, WWE was. He, he was played like two roles. He, he was the guy that informed us, and at the same time, he also was our voice, right? Like, like remember him popping off at the end of every Raw when there was a Donnie Brook or a Peter Six going on. Oh my God! He was a family! He was a family! <laughs> right. Right. It was the same as Pandemonium, right? People trusted in JR. That's what I think it was also. Like, people believed in him and they trusted his word. Right. Yeah. And then they left us with Michael Cole. And then we don't trust Michael Cole. <laughs> so, like, now we got baby so Michael Cole. Uh, on, addition and... Go ahead, go ahead. Bobby, we got baby Michael, Michael Cole. Cole on Monday Night Raw. Nope. <laughs> it's true, man. Tom Phillips. It's literally Michael Cole. It's I mean, yeah. Tom, because... Who has he learned from, though, right? Yeah. Has been his mentor, it's so, I mean... It's a shame because they're well, all good guys. I was, I was a huge fan of Corey Graves going at it with Byron Saxon. I thought those two. Oh, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. I Byron Saxon should be on the commentary table. The only reason to be shitting yeah. on the entire I time. Think that's entertaining, but it, 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 it's counterproductive to what, to what we, we like and, and what we're talking about when we say we want more... Uh, um, we want to talk more about the, the wrestler and the I would argue. Yeah. I would argue it's counterproductive because then the straight man, the shooting man, Michael Cole is not doing his job or Tom. Right, Fitch. right, right. So right. that's that's a thing. You, it's his role to, to put it all together, I guess. Think about all back. If you go look back when Kofi Kofi Mania, right? Kofi Kofi Kingston wins the WWE title at WrestleMania. Any clip you go watch, whose voice was in the background? Emotional. Byron Saxon. Yep. You believed it. You, you, you. It made you emotional. It made me emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Hearing his voice, Kofi yeah. did it, man. You know, like him crying in the background. That's commentary. But, but that that was that that wasn't a work though. That was a shoot because remember, yeah. Kofi was the second black champion in WWE history. Like this shit is crazy, and we just had our third. Like that that was just authentic. That was yeah. just authentic. You had Shad, uh, rest in peace, and MVP crying at a bar. At a, at a live stream show when that happened. Yep. You know what I mean? Two gentlemen that were through that product and now one of them is back and they were feeling that. You know what I mean? So that, that was authentic, but that's what we need. Exactly. So that was one pop of the year. The, the consensus is that all of commentary, it's not just AEW, it's also WWE has lost its way, right? We yeah. go back to like the Gorilla Monsoon and Heenan days, which I think <laughs> are probably like peak wrestling yep. like if you want you can talk about jr and king and like they were awesome and they were great and shit they're, they're on your mount rushmore but if mount rushmore is four you've got to fit heenan and mons uh gorilla up there as well hey, and then get, and vince too vince yeah you get one you get one one add-on that's it but but today, and I mean, maybe, you, you know, we're asking for a lot, but today they don't get that kind of leeway because look at Samoa Joe and Excalibur, two mm. different companies. I, I think they're the best in their respective companies at, at that. Absolutely. Uh, Excalibur tries to be the straight man. He tries to give you play-by-play, and he tries to give you the depth, right, that, that foundational basis to, like, get to know the wrestlers <laughs> that they need to do more of. But then, like, JR is bitching about the product, and then fucking Shabani's talking about Sting and some other bullshit. If, if I was using a WCW analogy, he's your Mike Tanay. Ooh. Mike Tanay. I hated Mike today, man. But you know what? Mike today informed you, and, and I think we all became a little bit smarter because of... That's fair. Mike, t- 
Mike Tanay reminded me of uh, Kurt Loder from MTV News. Remember that? Little old school. What what did we all become a little bit more of after WWE added a choo-choo train sound to Braun Strowman's spot on the outside of the ring when he tackles you now? Ooh. Oh, that's I right. Nobody, when nobody, none of you saw it, so none of you heard it. This I week, heard it. Uh, from my window at first. I thought because I live near a train, so I thought, oh, maybe the, there's a train. And then, <laughs> like, no, no train. That's uh. Oh God, what oh, that God. was Man. that was painfully like painfully cringeworthy. Yo, and I was I just like, it. I can't believe they're doing this. Like, what are we I, gonna do now? I, when Ricochet jumps from the top rope, we're gonna go pew pew. Like he's gonna do the old Cindy It's in his entrance. It is. It is. It is in his entrance. Yes, right. it is. It is. I give I give Miz and Morrison a leeway. I don't really. I wasn't really mad at them. I was more mad at Braun after that. Fuck that. Well, if you want to talk about Miz and Morrison, they definitely deserve a chair shot after that terrible music video. And, <laughs> oh and at the same gosh. time, a pop, uh, as Danny mentioned in the chat, a pop to Bad Bunny breaking the guitar over the Miz. Oh. And no, oh, I'm about to get the, the Miz versus was Bad on his Bunny. Back. The, the pop was on his back. It was on Bad Bunny's back. It's like, oh, absolutely. It was on Miz's absolutely. back. Miz's back. Well, WWE champion and a bunny in one month. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yo, we're about to get Bad Bunny versus the Miz one on one at WrestleMania. I didn't see that coming. I thought it was gonna be a tag team match. I so you know for a fact that Benito Benito has been training in the WWE Performance Center and, and apparently he's going in hard. Because he showed up every week. He showed up every week and now we know it's a one on one. I'm interested right now. I'm definitely more interested in that than I am in Shane and Braun. I'm just saying. That's confidence. That's confidence for him right there. I mean, it, you must be confident if you could go all out by yourself instead of having your partner out there with you. I'm um, going pop of the week. He, he lost his breath just smacking a guitar over me. Yo, Sweet. <laughs> what was, was that gassed. about? He was yo, mad was like, gassed, yeah. yo. Like He's like, hi, I just ran up the, up, up the entranceway. I mean, you know... <laughs> It, it might be it, it might be yo this, this is the first time he's like doing some crazy action he might have been so in the moment that he got you know overwhelmed I I'm excited but he is a fan he is a fan let's not forget that yo quick pop to, um, so what you're saying uh, speaking of speaking of that you're saying that bad bunny just jizzed on Mrs. back that's what happened <laughs> he got so excited he was just like oh oh I no, see you bitch <laughs> no, Danny, Danny, it would be best for business. Because if you have Big Show losing to Floyd Mayweather, uh, the Miz could lose to Bad Bunny. And Conejo Malo could go over. It's uh, the best yeah, for business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Miz is paid either way. Uh, yeah. oh, let's close this out real quick. Joe, I want to ask you what's the question for you or chair shot of the week, man. Robin? You, what, what's your heel pop or chair shot of the week? Biggest heel of the week, loudest pop of the week, or the... Hardest chair shot being the most negative thing of the week in wrestling for you. Let's see. Well, you think JP's got something to say? Go ahead, JP. Yes, my <laughs> of the week, the Elijah Ray Fighting Championship League had oh, a pop of the week in your pants. Uh, you had a, a shooting near Salam and Selena, aka Selena de la Reta, going up against Katie Forbes and folks. It's worth the watch. 
you get your money's worth, and they're doing great things there. Uh, I will view again. Yes, think what you may. Yo, and I was I, in. <laughs> I regret asking you. That, that I regret it so That's hard. What, you see, look what you did. Look what you did. Look, look what you me did. over. Not one nice thing. Not Talk one nice thing. What's up? All right. I did. I, all right. I got one moment that I, I was. I was like, "What? What the hell is happening?" It was on AEW this week, obviously AEW, and uh, it was that Matt Hardy segment where the bunny came out. Now we're talking about bunnies. The bunny came out after the <laughs> Nyla Rose match, and they just stood there silent for five minutes, and no one knew what to do. Yeah, man. Yo, these botches gotta stop. Yo, what, what happened? Ah, they, they, uh, they're not communicating properly or something. Somebody's putting the wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable somewhere. Yeah. They were all like roll around the ring, like everyone was trying to stall, and Matt Hardy was just holding the microphone like, when do I talk? When do I talk? Yo, <laughs> Matt Hardy hey, me. botch. That's fair. That's fair. that was weird. It was awkward. Like it, it, it didn't make sense why they were out there. No. It didn't no. make sense. It looked like the end of a of a, of a SmackDown uh before pay per view where they're just trying to put everybody out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> go on, uh, Dale, go ahead, yeah. Danny, like, chair shot of the week, the Fiend and Orton? You didn't like the Fiend coming out of the ashes? That shit looked <laughs> out. It didn't look Yo, how do you guys feel about his mask? How do you feel about that I'll mask? Love it. Yeah, yeah, man. Shout out to Charles. That's how I feel about well, it. Well, 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 but, but what do you guys think about the, the rumor that it's actually Bo underneath there? <gasps> what? You know, I put, out, I put out this tweet yesterday or so. And I got, like, people coming at me left and right, like, you don't know what you're talking about. No, 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 no. And I'm like, <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. And if you look at the Fiend, the new the new Fiend, he's a little skinnier. Yeah. I mean, Bray could have lost some weight, you know. The, so, I mean, he's both packed on some. <laughs> Fiend's been gone since, what, like, December? I mean. Hey, hey, Bo's been on a farm. Uh, uh, I mean, yes, Lip Morgan. You know what I mean? So it, it makes sense. <laughs> and if anybody is gonna play him, it should be his real brother. So That's I mean, fair. it does make sense. Hey, and, there, um, and this and this this uh, provides you many opportunities as far as two fiends coming out, right? Yes, especially for WrestleMania. And I'm glad. I'm glad that you're saying all that because one of the pops of the week has got to be the Hall of Fame announcement. Right, we see the mayor of Tennessee. Yes, one of the most all of Tennessee, the whole state, the mayor the of the whole, whole state, the whole state, the whole state. and uh, and the mayor of all of India, as far as I'm concerned, Kali <laughs> and Kane making their way into the Hall of Fame. Big pops for Kane. Facts, well deserved. I, I, mean, I get I, it. Great the party. hell shot for for Kali though. What really? Yeah. <laughs> Like, why? I mean, I get it. Market share in India, it's like one of the largest, you know, markets they can enter into Listen, overseas. But Why was Yao Ming always voted into the All-Star game? You know what I mean? I'm just he was 11 foot two. He was tall yeah. as hell. But he, he was has awesome. at least the fundamentals, you know what I'm saying? Like he's... What's the fundamentals? Yeah, hey, Kali? The fundamentals. He was an All-Star. Yao Ming Kali was... didn't even know who, who had to get pinned in the match. There was a Royal Rumble where he was throwing people out and surprised at how far they would go. He's like, oh, wow. Fuck. Fuck. Yo, he was just tossing people. He's like, yo, I can't believe I throw him that far. I think, I think he thinks it's real. But have you seen him play ping pong? He, he killed the guy. How about Leslie forget? 
when he helped Ginger Mahal in the Punjabi prison match with Orin. And after yes. he's the one holding up the title. Like, he yes. won it. <laughs> yes. Upside down. <laughs> which is a Kali tradition. But can't dismiss the impact that Great Khali, when it comes to the WWE and wrestling, has had in India. All the schools, the schools that he started, the wrestlers that have gotten their shine now. We we have a shooting the Shalom in um uh Alberto Terrio, his former manager Ricardo Rodriguez. Yes, sir. And he's talked about his experience with the great Kali out there, going out there to train with individuals. So I think, as old school mentioned, there's a bigger market, you know, share of, of opportunity. Listen, Coco Beware could be in the, in the Hall of Fame. Coco Beware. No, no, no. No, that's no, no. no. Not Coco, that's, that's, Coco how that's, that's how we end That's how we end that's not where you draw the line. You draw the line at like somebody like Drew Carey and shit, bro. Like, we can end it right there, Drew Carey. That's a great way to end it. Joe, <laughs> thanks for being on the show tonight. I appreciate your time, man. Please I tell them, tell the fans where they can plug you, man. Where we can find you at Twitter and all that. Awesome, awesome, man. Right, well, first, I appreciate you guys having me onto the show. It's been fun. Like I said before, the energy you guys got is crazy. This is nothing <laughs> like I've ever seen before. So I appreciate you. And your energy. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Appreciate Where you. you. Can find me, uh, the Angle Podcast, on uh, all social media platforms. Just at the Angle Radio. Uh, I'm live tweeting shows now every day of the week that they're on. Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> bunch of interviews and stuff like that. I have an interview coming up this week. I had Candice Michelle on there. Ooh, next nice. Week, yeah, it was a great one. And next week I got JTG. Coming on, we're talking about Shaq Gaspar. We're talking about Bobby Lashley becoming WWE champion. We're talking oh, about the Fear Award and WrestleMania. All this good stuff going into WrestleMania season. Uh, everything is the Angle Podcast or Angle Radio. So beautiful. I'll be tuning in, brother. I'll be tuning in for sure. No doubt, no doubt. That's right. You fans, show love to your local podcasters, man. WrestleMania week, man, is what we do. Is what we love. It's going to be the busiest week for everybody. Make sure you catch what you can. And JP, why don't you tell the good fans what they can do on their way out from visiting? Make the sure to like and subscribe HPC to Sweet on Twitter, HPC to Sweet underscore on IG. Fuck Marcus. Fuck Tony. You're welcome. <laughs> Yo, what? Damn, we didn't talk about the vote, though. Damn.